of it. Still fights out of it. Now throws it deep downfield. Tyree, who makes the catch. At the 24 yard What a play by Manning. And what a catch by Tyree. Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. Pressing it against his helmet as he goes to the ground and not dropping it. Welcome back. We are here. Catch the Moment is live in Vegas. NFL Draft Week. We got all the energy. We got all the smoke. But even better, we got an amazing lineup here. I'm going to be on tap all week. But today I want to focus on somebody who is bringing the energy, not just from New York City, but he actually got some Jersey roots, man. He's doing dynamic things in the real estate market with the McPeak team at Sirhan Real Estate. It's, 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 you know, I'm going to learn a lot here today, but I want to welcome my new friend, Sean McPeak. Hey, man, thanks for coming in today, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. Great seeing you. Listen, man, so you're out here in Vegas. Yeah. We're in Vegas. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about, you know, what, what brings you out here for the week? Uh, I'm out here for a fundraising conference. So it's how to <clears throat> create your own investment funds and mm. put together deals. So not necessarily just in real estate, which, you know, I've been, I've been working in for 13 years. So we've been doing some fundraising rounds for developers in New York, but now, you know, we want to look at different things like crypto, cannabis, like different things like that, just to kind of get our feet wet. And, you know, we have a lot of connections and we're just trying to figure out how to connect the dots out here. Oh, my man is over here. Listen, he's our 13 years in, um, you know, like I said, I'll get into your resume, man. But, you know, like, like I think what, what is most intrigued when I kind of learned a little bit about yourself, your brand, you know, and obviously I'm going to learn a little bit, take the backseat. This real estate market is a totally different beast today, right? Yeah. You know, um, I can remember back in the day looking at Zillow and and you would see raggedy raggedy listings on there. Now it's like it's a whole movie out here. It's like a movie moment. Yeah. So tell me, you know, your progression um, into real estate and how you arrived because it seems like you're very much known for being, I would say, a, a leader in the marketing space in real estate. Yes. Yeah, so I went, um, I got into real estate after working in tech for a little bit after college, the job market had totally crashed in 2009. Mm. So I had kind of swung and missed on a few different, you know, sales and tech marketing type opportunities. And, um, I just turned into, I turned to real estate and I, I started doing some research and, you know, answered some ads and went and just killed some interviews. And then, um, I just started renting apartments cause you know, there were no sales transactions really in 2009. So I was like, this is a good time to enter the market while it's kind of weak and you can make really good money just doing rentals in New York city. Uh, so landlords are paying commissions and it was a really good kind of situation from that perspective of like, okay, I'm going to do this long term. I'm going to get training. I'm going to make quick money right now. And then we'll get to the bigger stuff in a few years. So that's, that's kind of how I started. So it kind of started in like a, you know, a tough market. And yeah. yeah. So, Bro. So, you know, let's, let's put this in context though. Right. So I believe is you're 35 right now, right? Yeah. So I'm so you know let's put this in context. 13 years in the game, you're 35 years old. So that means at 23, you had some you had some impeccable vision, right? Like yeah. in relation to, you know, being able to have some sight, get into a space that's lucrative on a lot of different levels. But 23, what about like tell me more about what shaped you to be able to even think this way at 23 years old? So my, my whole family is entrepreneurs. Mm. Uh, my parents started a software company in the early 80s. Um, <clears throat> my grandparents have uh, started a nursing home in the 50s. 
um, Long Islands. And then, you know, even my grandmother, uh, who's from Germany, she, you know, started restaurants and hotels, you know, after World War II out there. Uh, so like everyone, even, you know, everybody in my family is pretty much an entrepreneur, including, you know, the females in my family too. So y'all got, y'all got that pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I want to, you know, bit, small, small projects and small kind of life goals were not like really a thing growing up. So here I am. Oh man, y'all heard that. That might've been a bar right there. Small projects, small goals. Hey, listen, so we got to take the vision higher, right? Yeah. Boy, listen, I, I I almost felt guilty because you know, like obviously, when, you know, you know, I want to get into even even peel back the layers on on your journey. Jersey Jersey's on your resume, right? right. So I know you're getting big deals done in the city, but yeah. talk talk to me about life growing up in Jersey. You know, like I think where people know there's some real subtle differences between Jersey and New York. I'm a right. Jersey guy, so yeah, I think we're a little grittier. Right. You know, you know, New York is the is the iconic city. They definitely have their own measure of grit and resolve. Tell me about your your experience growing up in Jersey. What part and um, how how some of that shaped you along the way? I grew up in Sparta, New Jersey. Um, Sparta, I, Sparta, yeah, that's where I get the APAC abs and uh, loincloths from. Of course. From here. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I grew up in Sparta. It's a lake town up in North Jersey. Uh, you know, very strong sports town. So I played football and lacrosse. Um, used to snowboard a lot, and then just growing up in. And Sparta, it's, you know, it's a very competitive type of town. Um, you know, all the other towns around it are regional mm -hmm. kind of high schools and stuff, but we were always very strong with, you know, lacrosse, football stuff, you know, soccer team, basketball team was always very competitive. Um, so it was just kind of like, a, you know, very concentrated kind yeah. of town where every, like, you know, life revolved around sports kind of like you. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, just growing up in Sparta, it was, it, it's a good experience, you know, for mm. the most part. Um you know, I, you know, it, it just got a little boring. So sometimes when you get oh, bored, yes. you get into trouble. Yes. <laughs> Say less. Oh, listen, man, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar. East Orange to Montclair. Yep. Essex County's a lot more going on, obviously, in, in, in Essex versus, yep. uh, versus, versus Sparta. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually over in Dover by Rockaway yep. right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you, you know. I, you're you're right there. That's that's like our train stop right there is in Dover. No question. It's like I feel like Dover is like the last stop. You know, it's like yeah. the last stop before you enter into uh, <laughs> it's, no man's land. There well, it people, is. I mean, people think you know, people think that you know, Jersey is all like petroleum processing and like wastelands and stuff. And meanwhile, where man. we live, there's no, there's like no, there's not even highway exits. <laughs> Listen, man, I grew up seeing none of that. Now I got foxes running around, running around the yard and all yeah. kind of craziness. But let's get back into it, man. At this point, you know, at this stage, because um, I'm intrigued by, you know, we, we find a group of young people even today mm. where you see there's there's young people who are like rapid millionaires because of, you know, the Internet. You know, they have vision, foresight. They're engaging uh, the Internet in some dynamic ways. I, I would say that those opportunities weren't as robust for a 23-year-old in your, in, in your era so I'm always in intrigued, but sometimes I'm not as impressed, right? It's like, yeah. I'm intrigued, but not as impressed. But I think it's very um, amazing to to be in that position as a young person, because I call it the 20s young and dumb. Like, you know, yeah. we, we out here in these streets, wow. I've got proof. <laughs> Come on, say <laughs> less, bro. So, you know, I, I, you know, up until my transformational moment at 24, I was, I was loose. Yeah. We ain't going to get into that. So what would you say? Cause you're still, you're still young. You're, you're like, you're, you're barely in your prime. I'm 42. I'm, I feel like I'm just hitting my prime. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest moment in your career? Cause we're talking about your, you know, I believe it was, 
You had a hell of a heck of a year in the last year. I think it was yeah. was it five hundred M's? Uh no, no, that's uh no, we did we did over a hundred million last year. Hundred million. Well that's yeah, we still we still that's, that's a good. lot of that's a lot of digits. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good for me. Uh yeah, I you know, the highlight of my career kind of, I guess it was joining Ryan Serhant at the end of the pandemic in 2020. Um, just like getting recruited by the company. And, um, you know, I, I you know, I, he'd only been around for a few weeks on his own. And um, I was one of the first people to kind of join him and, and then just really got into, you know, his machine, which is, you know, six different verticals inside of a real estate brokerage. So there, he has a huge uh, educational platform, which mm. I'm a, you know, a mentor on. So I, I teach like a mastermind level real estate type of course um, to people all around the country in Canada, nice. on brokerages, and then just like, you know, working on kind of Ryan's business, um, some of his projects, we uh, were, you know, we were assigned to a, a new development project on Lower East Side of Manhattan. It was a 1905 library conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just came up with like a killer marketing plan um, for that. And then, you know, with Ryan's kind of resources, he has a studios team, which is like a full film production studios and basically made like, it looks like a trailer or video for like a movie. It's insane. So, uh, with all that combined, we, we ended up selling 11 units, uh, you know, in short order, about six months, uh, $25 million in total sales volume. And then we won an award, which was like best, uh, sales and marketing campaign, for the United States for a, a luxury new development project. So it was by this uh, media company called Inman News, which is like very well known in like the real estate world as like your news source nationally. Oh, you're bringing me in, man. You're bringing me in. Yeah. So, and, and that was, you said at the end of it, so it's almost two years that you've been working with Serhan now. Yeah, I'm coming up on, uh, year two would be in November or December. So yeah, about a year and a half. Nice, man. Hey, it seems, you know, the funny thing is, your pivot was right around my pivot in uh, 2020. I think yeah. I moved around. Big shout to uh, Ryan Clark and the whole pivot family over there. Everybody's saying pivot around the country these days. But anyway, um, yeah, I think 2020 was crazy. We start, you know, we launched a uh, a franchise unit and and survived the pandemic. Right. We were doing bigger things, so maybe I get to get on the the the, the McPeak team. But are <laughs> <laughs> <in>, man. <laughs> nah, it's it's crazy, right? So tell me. Um, what what would you say, right? So, you know, whether it's the seasoned professional, um, you know, real estate has so many different ends and angles. As you mentioned, I have some, I have, I have a, you know, friends that are kind of beginning to tie the cryptocurrencies and utility tokens yeah. to real estate. What would you say is like, what's, what's one-on-one? Like, you know, right now we're seeing everything, it's like moving a thousand miles an hour right now. What's one-on-one in relation to getting involved and maybe what's the best space in real estate, would you would you say to get involved? The best spa- space to get involved in real estate right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do. I mean, if, if you're more like, it, it just depends like what, you, what your really mindset is. But I mean, I do like the technology aspect. I think it's been lagging in innovation for way too long. Mm. Um, there's definitely certain aspects <clears throat> of the market and the transaction that could be digitized and it's not yet. Um, so if you're talking about crypto web three type stuff, um, you know, we're still pushing paper in New York Mm. and, uh, you know, you're signing PDFs, you're sending contracts like that, but I could edit it. You know, your eight year old could edit a PDF (laughs) and forge a signature if they needed to, or add a, you know, initial or something. So, you know, I think there's an opportunity with these kind of, you know, smart contracts, web three applications and tokens and stuff to really kind of secure the con, you know, the, the sales process. That's fantastic. So, you know, obviously web three is the conversation of 
I would say of the year, um, yeah. minimally, right? The the last year where this thing is ramping up and and moving full speed. Um, you know, so tell me, give me give me the idea of, you know, behind the scenes, right? Like, what is your because you know when I think about you know, right? For me, it was like more than just the catch. What is the mentality that you approach your job day in and day in? Like, what's what are the the, the real value drivers of how you approach your team and how you develop success? Uh, I. I, I approach it like a like I like I approach a sport. You know, Talk to that's it, there's you know I need to find. I think I think motivation is is uh, you need it every day. It's like a shower, right? Uh, and I think you know with y'all heard that man. Make sure y'all showering every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think I think you got to find motivation and provide motivation for your team. Um, you know, I have, I have a very like athletes mindset with a lot of things I do. I can't not. It doesn't apply to everything in real estate, but. Uh, you know, just getting people hyped up, finding like their what what's in their personality mm-hmm. that'll get them motivated. So we run a disc assessment on everybody we hire. Nice. It's like, a, you know, yeah, I'm sure you've done stuff like this with the draft and you just kind of find out who they are um, and what's going to motivate them. So different people on our team, we um, we provide kind of different opportunities and different motivations. Some people get to be very, you know, soft to the touch and some guys you just get up in their grill and, and bark at them and that, you know what I mean? And that wakes them up and, and gets them going. But yeah, I mean, like it's, it's just, it's just like NFL, right? Like you can make large sums of money, but you do need that, that extra kind of push and that kind of emotional fire and passion yeah. in order to succeed. Like, you know, just monetary goals are just not enough. And I think that goes for real estate. You need to like kind of reach deep to get this, you know, to get this job uh, going. Man, we talk about digging in deep. So now we're in this one of my favorite spaces, right? The, the EQ, the self awareness space, right. right? What what's what's the biggest challenge in that space? You you, you already alluded to it, right? Recognizing everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you know football. Obviously, you know sports create parallels as far as like you know personnel, how to move people, how to strategize people. What's the biggest challenge as a leader, even in this real estate? Everybody real estate sexy right now. It's like. Yeah. Super sexy. She 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 dressed up. Yeah. She you know it's she, hot. Yeah. She 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 viral. You know she she all that. So what's the you know in light of the perception of what you may do? What do you find to be some of the biggest pain points that are going to continue to drive your team um, and establish you guys moving forward? Uh, I you know f- you know recently I think I think I've 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 had issues with keeping people emotionally kind of um, intact. Um, you know, I think that's something that I, I you know, I kind of got, I've gotten away from recently that I'm trying to like really take into account when I'm doing things. So it's not just about deals or money or press or, you know, attention or rewards. It's, there's like, there's definitely this like emotional element. Yeah. And I don't know if it's kind of come out since the pandemic where I think that people have gotten a lot more emotional over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but it's just something that I've been trying to work on, um, you know, to, to care about more because huge. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, man, this is real stuff. You know, like business always creates the um, I say everybody says it. We hear similar things because they, they have to be addressed. Right. The people over the process, the people over the product, the yeah. people over the, you know, the profit. Right. And ultimately, if you're going to have the profit, you're going to have to have some people. So, um, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome to actually recognize and hear you acknowledge that as a, as a leader, because that's kind of like our Super Bowl. Run, like right. everybody knew Tom Coffin was was the guy. We could get wins, yeah. but it was kind of when he showed some of his person, mm-hmm. you can connect with him. We, we actually, you felt like he listened where that's what changes to a championship culture with the New York football it's, giants. It's Yeah, it's the same with real estate. So my mindset's always been 
not always, but it's evolved to be that, uh, you know, when I'm talking to a client or something like that or a developer, I don't even talk about real estate that much. Like I want to talk about them and there I want to go. hear about them. And I think, you know, with the pain point with teams and stuff, I've kind of gotten away with that with my own people. So I'm trying to like, just kind of treat everyone the same, but I think just finding out about a person and anything you do, you're going to get the most out of everything. Once you're like really tuned in, like they don't want to know about, you know, your real estate broker, you're the real estate broker. They want to know like who you are, what you're all about and you know, your personal life and things like that can really help. That's real stuff. So give, give me a glimpse. Like I said, like, I'm 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 the old guy. Like for me, it's fun jumping on, catch the moment, yep. engaging with people. Like I said, learning about different things. Um, you know, like I'm 42. I'm 17 years married. Yep. I got seven kids. My oldest is 20. Right. I need to find a way to get him on the Sirhan team. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, excuse me, on the McPeak team. I need I, I need to, I need to know that he's being led the right way. I know Ryan got the he got the juice. But so so like what? Who who is? Sean McPeak behind the, you know, so when you're having those conversations, what separates you, right? What about your experience, knowledge, or that empathetic dynamic that is really drawing in, you know, because like I said, a hundred million in the middle of a pandemic, recognizing some of the buttons, the realities, because it was, it was real for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So what have you learned about yourself that, you know, this is a unique value that I'm delivering as a, as a leader within my team? Uh, I think, I think for myself is, you know, I, I, I would say it is like this emotional thing I've kind of discovered and, and realized I had neglected a little bit, um, about myself and I've kind of caught myself recently. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think I provide a service to people who work for me. That's yeah. the way I think about it. Yep. So, you know, some of the things I do, you know, we're kind of, I kind of like the deal doctor. I'll help them through any like kind of sticky negotiation or, you know, cause things are very complex in New York, the way real estate deals work. Um, and then I, I provide a lot of content support. So, you know, camera crew, editing, stuff like that. Um, that That's something else I've been like kind of providing and then just trying to, you know, elevate their brand. So there's a book called The Tao of the Woo. Okay. And it's it's written by the RZA from- Oh, Hotel. the RZA, he wrote, he wrote a book? Oh, the best. It's great. You guys should check it out. So, but his, his plan with Wu-Tang was a five-year plan to blow, like really a two and three-year plan to blow- um, to blow up everybody on Wu-Tang, right? Nice. So no one was getting rich off 36 chambers, you know, individually. <sighs> no. So it was all about him spinning off their personal projects after, you know, the big ones yeah. you know, with them. And then the kind of reconstitute Wu-Tang clan every it. couple of years and then make sure, you know, everyone gets a little check, but then the big check really comes off of off you your know, personal projects. Off, off, the, off the solo albums, you know what I mean? Because there are a lot of dudes in Wu-Tang clan. It was a ton of them. I was, I was, I was there for it. I, you know, like yeah. I'm, 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 I'm 1980, so I'm, I'm in my prime of being young and dumb and being led by hip hop culture. It was fantastic. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was definitely dope, man. So, um, so here, here's what would you say is the the oh boom. So yeah, what would you say is the least complex space, you know, in in real estate? I mean, like you know, you got development, you got sales. You got both sides of sales, seller, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, like you said, when I think about maybe somebody who could be listening and is like, everybody wants a portfolio, everybody wants yeah. a piece of the action. What's the easiest way to get in? I, I think just being a, an investor and a well-educated and well-read investor is Good. is the is the best money because 
you can, you don't necessarily have to put in a lot of work after, you know, you kind of put in funds or you're gathering funds to put into something. So, you know, the stuff appreciates it. it never, you know, never goes away. You know, real estate doesn't go to zero. Um, it gets sick, but it never dies. It's fantastic. Listen, man, we are digging in with my guy, Sean McPeak from the McPeak team. Listen, man, this guy right here, listen, he even loves special teams. <laughs> Sean McPeak loves special teams. You already know what kind of realtor you get when you got a guy who loves special teams. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit more, like I said, just in relation to your mentality um, a, a, approach. Um, I, would, I would even, let me, let, me ch let me change this up a little bit. What really separates you from the pack? Uh, I think, you know, what separates me from the pack in my industry is just, you know, I do, I do have a very intense uh, mentality Nice. Uh, I do want to put up numbers. I, you know, not only do I want to sell something, but I want to have an award-winning bespoke marketing plan for everything I touch. And I think, you know, some of the things we've done have been super creative and progressive and we get copied a lot. So we've mm -hmm. done crypto NFT parties. All of a sudden I see people on the West coast doing it like a couple of weeks later. Wow. We do, you know, I've sold an apartment with a, like a famous French terrier from Instagram. Like so a, you're selling real estate with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. So I won an award for that like four years ago. Uh, so just, you know, we're bringing in a lot. I, I started doing influencer marketing six years ago for real estate. Man. Uh, so I'll integrate, I'll integrate a lot of things that are going on in the world right now with my real estate marketing, if it's relevant and it makes the property look good. But yeah. that's, that's kind of what separates me is that you're not, you're not going to get whatever's in my marketing packet or whatever. There's something else coming for it. Um, that's going to be super creative and it's going to look really good. And then just being at Sirhan with Ryan, like I have tools to like amplify what's in my brain. So. Dude is like Sean McVay, McPeak. That's right. <laughs> I'm a lot taller than <laughs> A lot taller. Give this man his credit. This is crazy. All right. So what, what would you say, what are the ageless, timeless values that, that are going to anchor, right? The, the person in the real estate market, the, the, the seller, what are the timeless things that, you know, in, in light of all the emerging techniques that you, you just can't get away with, you know, like you, you got to have this in play. Yeah. I, I think the, the, fundamentals can never really change. Um, you really just got to do, you got to put your client first. Okay. Um, cool. you know, you have to kind of forget about money and time sometimes and really just hone in on the person and their needs and do what's right for them. And sometimes you get in situations where doing what's right for your client can kind of upset them. And it's, you know, trying to bring them in and yeah. you know, just explain to them, like, this is really, you got to feel in your heart what's best for them. And, and that's what you got to bring to the table. And I think if you're an authentic person, um, with them from the beginning, that's where like the trust develops. And then that's where, you know, you can have success, uh, working on your clients. These are powerful sales bars. Y'all, I don't know if y'all are catching it. My man's going from the head to the heart. Everybody, you know, we, we want to win, right? It's kind of like the winner's mentality, but is it a win at all costs? Right. And I kind of definitely hear that, you know, really coming through your approach. You want to be number one, you want to have the most sales, yeah. but ultimately not at the expense of a relationship. Yeah, I mean my my only product I sell is my reputation. So Damn. So that to me uh building that it's been a slow build but now we're, you know, experiencing, you know, kind of all the residual of all the work I've done over nice. the last decade. So just really just making sure that you're you're number one on ethics, you're number one on creativity, on sales, on all that stuff is is the most important to me personally. Uh, and I'm not really willing to kind of compromise who I am as a person in order to get to where I'm going. 
So on, man. we've got to we've got to do it uh, in tandem. We we're not going to change in order to do what I got to do. All right. That, see, that's that's what I need. So I just I just need you to you know because that's important to me, right? Integrity mm-hmm. is important to me. You don't have to be perfect, but you got to have some integrity, right? Have a value system. Do your best to be consistent. So I ain't going to find out you got some fraudulent schemes going on now. No, man. Uh, I'm just making sure. Hey, listen, just give me a quick yes. We good. You know. <laughs> it's listen. It's it's really easy to to cut the line in sales because you can lie and Come you can on. not have integrity and you can be an instant success, but you won't be a lasting success. So I think that's to me what's important is that I have staying power and my brand is you know known for trust and for you know good guidance. This is that's, this is powerful, powerful stuff that we're talking about because that's really what's really most important. I think when we're in position to influence, what do we do mm. with that influence, right? right. So, um, like I said, you're you're I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. You're at the top of your game. You're in position to um, not just lead a team in one of the most powerful real estate companies um, in our market, but um, you know, like I said, you, I, I would say you're, you're a young man at his prime. But you know, you're 35. What's what's personal life looking like, bro? I mean, like I know we we all married to 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 success, yeah, right. We all married. You know, me we getting great done. DT3 Enterprises. But what's personal life? Are you looking to, you know, start a family, marry? You know, the things that kind of give you some some anchor. Where's where 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 are we going in that space? Yeah, I mean, definitely in the market. You out uh, here in these streets? I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking applications for wives. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd like to. I, yeah, I really like, I'm definitely at the stage of my life where that's becoming the the priority for me. Um, and just thinking about that, I think just you when you're building like the way I've been building, there really hasn't been a work-life balance so much. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting back to it right now. But just coming out of the pandemic, especially joining Sirhan, it's been... You know, it's like you're working at a top bank or something like that. It's it's like you're you're talking like, you know, sixty hour weeks average probably, mm-hmm. and we do weekends. Ooh, so like yeah. Sunday's a big day for us. Uh, so I get a lot done on Sundays. Um, so you know that cuts into your relationship time. It does. I mean, right now I'm building out my my team organization so I can have a little more me time, which ultimately helps my business because I think, you know, being good to yourself and relaxing and doing you know family stuff is going to help is going to help your business life. It's very underrated. What are the things like so in light of you not having those things in place, we know we know freaking you out here looking like a navy seal. You're looking good, bro. So, you know, what are the things that you do to draw back, right? Cuz everything that we're talking about with with catch the moment is like you you've arrived at a at a particular place and there's more to get to, but it's ultimately the substance behind who you are as a person that's going to deliver you there, right? Who you're becoming along the way. What are some of the things that keep you sound, keep your mind right, keep you targeted, um, just keep you locked in so that you can be your best you? You know, I, 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 the gym is definitely a big help to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also, I also bike a lot around the city. Okay. So I'm a city bike boy. <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, stuff like that, just be just keeping active, you know, even though I don't play sports much anymore, it's just, you know, just kind of keeping me active and, you know, going on trips, making sure you travel. I have a saying in New York in order to kind of keep your mind fresh. It's good to see a palm tree every 60 to 90 days. Facts. Facts. So if you can, if you can get a, you get a cheap flight to somewhere warm out of the city, um, without, you know, all the, all the craziness, then I highly recommend it. It's a good way to keep yourself fresh. I'm absolutely loving it, man. So listen, man, where can we find more about, you know, Sean McPeak, McPeak teams dropping on me. What should we, what, what are we expecting from you? Um, so that every, everyone, your voice, your brand, 
you know, tell us where we can find it all. I mean, my, my main channel is my Instagram. It's uh, Sean underscore McPeak. Uh, that is like pretty much where it all goes down. And then we're working on getting our content to the point where it'll be posting on a bunch of platforms. So right now we're kind of planning around TikTok, YouTube, uh, but you know, just Sean underscore McPeak or at McPeak team on Instagram, both those work. And, you know, you'll see us with Ryan, you'll see us on Sirhan and, you know, we got some big stuff in the works and you'll see us in a lot of places soon. Listen, man, I definitely got to see you. It's amazing that we had to come all the way out to the desert to connect. So I'm looking forward to seeing you back in Jersey, back in the city, um, doing big things. So, so say it one more time, Sean underscore McPeak. McPeak. Yep. yep. And so we're gonna definitely follow there. We're gonna follow what's going on with with Sirhan. But um, hey, listen, man, I really appreciate everything that you're doing, everything that you are, the vibes, the excellence, the mark of excellence, and just setting industry standards, man. You're class act. Thank you for catching the moment with us. Appreciate you having me. Listen, man, you're all that, man. So listen, everybody, there's more where that came from. Make sure you subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, every every platform that you can see. We out here in these streets bringing you the best stories, the best bars. But ultimately, this is about your process. This is about your journey. This is about overcoming some of your pain points. So, you know, we thank my man, Sean, for today, but even more good vibes tomorrow. We'll get back with you. We'll catch the moment. <laughs>